So, so I, I really struggled with this idea of being a relevant church um, and rather went down the journey of how are we relevant as people? How are we a relevant people in our community? Welcome to the Reimagine Mission Podcast, where we share stories of new missional possibilities. Our guests are pastors, practitioners, and missional thinkers whose stories and theological reflections will challenge, encourage, and equip you to explore new missional possibilities in your neighbourhood. Welcome to the Reimagine Mission Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Hill, and today on the podcast, I'm catching up with Peter Nielsen. Pete is the senior pastor at Kilsyth South Baptist Church in outer eastern Melbourne. And today we explore how a particular simple tool can move a church to becoming more missional. I really hope you enjoy the podcast. Well, Pete Nielsen, welcome to the Reimagine Mission podcast. Great to have you with us today. Thanks for having me. Now, Pete, you've been in ministry um, for how long? Yeah, I've been in Baptist Church ministry for a, for a while. So um, I started, uh, my first role was an uh, interim role at Heathrow Baptist as a youth pastor. Back, well, we're going back to 2003, I, wow. I think it might have been. So, yeah. so yeah, it's been a while um, and I've, I've had ministry both in, youth ministry and in a uh, sole pastor role and now in a senior pastor role um, and on two continents. So um, I was over in England for nearly five years as a youth and children's director as well. So. Oh, wow. You're now at Gilside South Baptist Church. And um, but how long have you been there? You've been there? A uh, year, not quite a year and a half. So last Feb I started, yeah, okay. so just over a year. And before then, you were in a quite a different context, weren't you, to Kilsyth? <laughs> yeah, totally different. So we were at Newport Baptist, yeah. uh, sort of inner west, um, a smaller church, um, much smaller church, uh, very community. Um, we're right in the centre of community over at Newport. Um, wonderful little church that um, that was seeking to do um, work with other churches in the area to, um, I suppose, bring kingdom to the area. Um, great time. Um, but, yeah, small. It was a sole pastor role. Yeah. Um, so very different to the Kilsyth South uh, where we're out in the uh, in the foot of the hills and you step out of our door and you don't get the cafes and that. You get the beautiful hills. Um, you can't just walk across the road and get the good coffee scroll down there. You, you have to go for a drive. But um, So we've got the beauty of Kilsyth uh, out there, um, but the community thing's a whole different world. Um, trying to engage or trying to work out what our community is at Kilsyth is very different, whereas Newport, you knew you stepped out your door and hundreds of people walk past you every day because um, it's uh, right on the right on the train tracks. It's right in the community. Um, whereas Kilsyth, you might see a, a horse walk by every now and again <laughs> and a few joggers, <laughs> yeah. and that's about all. <laughs> yeah, it's very different. Kilsyth South is our local Baptist church, and so uh, know the know the church quite well down there. And there's a bike track that is not very far from there. So yeah, right. you see cyclists, you see horses, you see joggers. Right. So so the transition from Newport to Kilsyth South, um, it, when you're at Newport, you know, was there something that uh, I guess came out and um, helped you, I guess, understand the neighbourhood there and, and then being able to translate maybe some of that to Kilsyth and the change of context that you had? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, I think 
in terms of thinking about our, our demographic or where we where we start, the, the place where we were, um, two totally different different places. Um, but what uh, a lot of my conversation with with Newport was around was saying, well, just because there's a church, we're we're based right in the central point of the the town, doesn't mean that that the church know, that the community fully knows we're there. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you go from this church where the church gathered, but also the church dispersed. So when you go home, you are the church in the street that you live. Um, so, so when you go home, are you being church there? Uh, do your neighbors know who you are? Do your neighbors know your name? Do you know your neighbor's name? So, so whether we're 30 people gathering on a Sunday that are dispersing or 400 people gathered on a Sunday dispersing, we're still the church in community. So in, in terms of the, the um, conversation to the church is still a very similar conversation. Uh-huh. What Newport was able to do is we were able to step outside our door, go grab a coffee from the local cafe and, and be present in the, the very um, avenue that we lived yeah. um, and, and ministered in and worshipped in. So people knew, um, knew us and knew that I was Pete, I was the, the pastor at the church there. Um, we made really good connections with the, with all the coffee shops, um, probably drunk way too much coffee, <laughs> ate way too many cakes. But <laughs> As we <do. laughs> So we don't have that aspect to Kilsai South, yeah. although there are little hubs um, here and there and just been exploring what that looks like. But more now is the call, and especially with the COVID-19 um, state we're in, saying, well, well, what is your community right where you are? So when, when you're away from church, how are we still being Kilsai South Baptist Church in the locality that you live? So we talk about our five closest neighbours. And, and most people, if you live on a street, you've got five direct neighbours. Um, yeah. You're two next door and you're three across the street. Do you know their names? Yeah, pretty simple one. Um, how how are they set up? Are they have they got family? Is there a way that you can help them out? Are they older? They need help with putting their bins out. Things like that. And those yeah. sort of things we were able to in Newport really get attraction with. Um, one one of the stories we got after talking about the, how this um, was that um, we had our, our church just see, looking out for the neighbours and one lady came and she, she baked a cake and she baked this cake for a neighbour across the road and she just stood, uh, sat all day at the window, just looking out the window, waiting okay. for this neighbour to come home. Yeah. And they didn't, they didn't, she didn't see them come home at all. So then the next day she sat at the window and she just sat until these neighbors, she saw these neighbors. As soon as she saw the neighbors, she ran outside with this cake to give to oh, the neighbors. Really? So um, they just really wanted to engage with what was going on in their community. Yeah. That's awesome. So, so at, um, at Kilsyth, it has, has that transition and have you been able to bring that sort of mentality across, you know, the, the idea that, you know, neighbors aren't just around the church, but, they're in people's streets and you know how do you do how do you do outreach how do you do mission at Killsite? yeah no, that's a good question uh definitely um been able to yeah in, a, in our first my first three four months i was at Killsyth. one of the things that um we preached uh was that we are blessed to be a blessing um that god has blessed us um in in so many ways um un, uncountable ways um and how are we then bringing across the blessing of god to others um uh, one of the, the uh, things that we used was the acronym BLESS, which uh, the Baptist Union brought through a couple of years back. Yeah. And we shared this at, at Newport as well. But um, starting with prayer, begin with prayer, um, to, to, to really engage with what God is doing where you are is, yeah. is well, God's at work, 
God, how do we enact with what you're already doing in our community? So good, yeah. Um, our listen to people, um, go outside, um, sort of have that loiter with intentionality, um, I suppose. Um, when you go up to your letterbox, uh, don't run up to the letterbox and then come back down really quickly. Go up to the letterbox and, and hang out for five minutes and see whether anyone else is around. Um, be really intentional in, in, your, in your loitering. And then with that, listen. Listen to people's stories. Um, people have got stories to share. They, especially at the moment, they want to share. Um, Richard, who's about three stories, uh, three houses up from where we are now, um, we're just walking past his house and he was outside. I said, G'day. And, and he said, Hi, how are you doing? I said, And we started this conversation. It turned out he just got back from being in New Zealand. He had to have 14 days of isolation. And I just asked, what, uh, what is it you need in this time? He said, I don't need anything, um, but thanks for stopping by. Anyway, I was able to uh, send something in his letterbox. A family went around and put some Easter eggs in our neighbor's letterboxes. And uh, we put our phone numbers in and we um, he called up and said, Hey, I remember you. Um, you're the one that's stopped and chatted to me and so we've been yeah. able to have this conversation now and uh, having a chat and we've um where when, when we're all back together and able to um to meet in each other's houses we're going to have a curry together because his wife's malaysian salari oh. sri lankan so we're gonna we're gonna compare curries That's fantastic. <laughs> so it's those sort of things we're going well actually let's uh let's stop and listen to one another um the e is to eat together um and everyone's got to eat, hey? Everyone has to eat and everyone enjoys eating. Yeah. So um, like I just said, we're going to have curry together. And that, that sense of sharing a meal um, and the comfortable nature that comes from just being together eating. Um, we're not having a meeting. We're actually having an eating. So yeah. um, so let's let's eat together. And um, we used to find it at um, Newport. You go into a cafe and I'd sit there for half an hour and the amount of conversations that you'd have with different people that just come in was just incredible. And, and having that sense of I'll have a muffin and a coffee and when people walk in, I'll say, well, why don't you just have a chat? And yeah. they will. It's just incredible. Um, uh, the S, um, so BLE, S is serve. Um, how are we serving our community? How are we serving those around us? Um, one of the things we're talking about at Kilsyth is uh, having a, a COVID-19 bless fund. Uh, oh. where uh, our church community um, can look around at the needs in their local community and say, well, well what is it about, uh, what, what are the needs? What are the greater needs? Hey, is there someone that's really struggling in my local? And then how can I help them? Yeah. Um, it might be that you see your neighbor's garden just um, uh, getting really trashed or not able to fix it up or whatever. And they say, oh, they haven't got the funds to, to get a skip in. Well, let's, yeah. let's hire a skip for them and access the COVID-19 fund that um, our church community has banked up. Okay. So, um, so yeah, so a fund that people can access to, to help not themselves, not, yeah. not about themselves. We have different things set up for that. But how you can help the people that you see in your community, um, serving them just in, in ways that they wouldn't expect. And then the other S is to share your story. Um, how do you share your story? Your, how does faith interact or intersect with their story, um, with what's going on in the world today? Um, yeah. Because I suppose if we do all these good things of thinking about others and um, serving others and doing that, but haven't got the story of Jesus behind it, then we lack a little something. Yeah, we lack that, that sense that actually this is part of God's bigger picture uh, for the people in our community as well. Um, they need to know about Jesus too. 
Yeah, that's so good. It's often that, you know, some, sometimes we'll think about, you know, we might serve someone, you know, we might might do the B-L-E first S, you know, <laughs> yeah. but sometimes right. we even forget to even just be real enough to share our story, you know, yeah. and where some of this comes from. But then on the other hand, some people are so active in, in just wanting to share their story, they actually forget about <laughs> the B-L-E-S, you know. That's and, right. Yeah, I love that that whole idea of you know just beginning with prayer. I mean, you know, mm. that's great. It's great being able to mobilise and and hear that you know you're able to mobilise people in that in that um, bless acronym and, and in their mm. in their neighbourhoods and in their communities. I know that you've talked about um, you know being a relevant church and being relevant people within communities. Mm. Unpack a little bit about that for us and and how that all started because that was something that was quite unique that took place in you, wasn't it? Yeah, no, that's right. I um, I suppose um, probably two or three years ago, maybe even four years ago, um, I started considering what what does it mean to be a relevant church. The word was getting sort of thrown around a fair bit. Are we relevant? Um, and so I, uh, something was going on in me to sort of ask that question. Well, what is, what really is relevance? And I thought something that was relevant to me may not be relevant to um, the seventy five year old lady in my congregation. Uh, which may not be relevant to my ninety-year-old uh, Italian neighbour um, who yeah. couldn't speak a, a, a word of English, um, but still tried to engage with us. So, so I, I really struggled with this idea of being a relevant church, um, and rather went down the journey of how are we relevant as people? How are we a relevant people in our community? Um, what does what does what common ground do you find with your um, those people that you come in contact with, whether it be the people in the cafe or the the person you sit next to in the bus or um, your next door neighbour or yeah. the people that walk past your house every single day? What are the points of contact that make relevance, I suppose, the right word? Yeah. Um, so that really started for me um, and led me on that journey of going well, being a blessing to others actually is is a common it's it's something that people don't reject the blessings that that are sent their way um blessings are something that that people even if they're humble enough to go i don't need that it it, it touches a heartstring um and moves something a bit further so um we can all be relevant by utilizing what God's already given us to be a blessing to others. So yeah, yeah that really was something that in me was, um, yeah, working at uh, uh, quite a while back and the outworkings of that in the, the bless acronym and engaging the church to do a little bit more for their own community where they were, um, has sort of stemmed from that a little bit. So it's not just being about, it's not just about being a relevant church in the community. It's about being relevant people in your neighborhood. Yeah, and, that's right. And bringing that that level of relevance to your neighbourhood, it's, it's a fantastic thing. I love that that idea of even offering to bring you bring your neighbours bins in, or you know, stopping and listening, um, because that that displays you know relevance. You know, particularly, I mean, in the whole COVID era that we're in at the moment, um, you know, being being relevant people within a neighbourhood is so important. You know, being willing to listen to people yeah. is so important. Yeah, that's it, and that's what we're finding is, is that and I don't know if you're you probably find this in your own neighbourhood, but the the neighbours 
because I suppose we've been busy people, you, yeah. you, you go in, you come out, your car um, can, can go through the driveway without actually interacting with anyone. And a lot of people go from their carport straight into their house now and don't even go through the, the front area. So yeah. you can find that people just miss um, any sort of interaction beyond their workplace or maybe a third place that they live in. Um, so maybe the football club or whatever they, they choose to, to utilise. So so right now where we've got this opportunity where we can't go anywhere, people are still wanting that interaction. Yeah. Um, and so that's why we're seeing the conversations over the fences a lot more. Um, we want to, and and I suppose for me, and my, my question that I ask myself and for my family is, are we willing to engage in those conversations right now? Because that's the opportunity I think that's been given to us in the state so in in england um you had the these this whole neighborhood um openness in newport you've had this have you been able to start and do that now in, <laughs> in and around kilsoff south and and yeah. the church been able to do that yeah it's interesting um you heard i've heard some stories so when we shared about um the the bless acronym at church um we sort of said well this isn't a program don't don't go at it about we're going to run this program for six weeks and that's going to be our bless program. We tick the box and, and now we've done community um, thinking. Rather, it was more um, saying make this part of who you are to be intentional about getting to know who your neighbours are, ask them their names and that sort of thing. So we had, we had people that had been praying for their neighbours for sure and they began with prayer, which is great. And then they started seeing the opportunities open up um, in talking to their neighbours. And um, I have one, one fellow, he always um, talks to me about how he's um, been trying to inter interact with his neighbour next door and it ends up being the neighbours two doors down that he's been interacting a lot more with. So mm. it's, it's, um, it's, it's saying, well, well, what is it, God, that you, who is it you're connecting me into um, in this space for Solari and I in our little community here we've been back for a year and a bit and we're the third house in three units and so we're right down the bottom and so we're not up the the the, the um front of the house or the two houses and on the road very often so we have found it a little more tricky to engage with those um up in and around the houses so um, over Easter, we did the intentional um, letter drop with Easter eggs yeah. and uh, our phone number to say, hey, if you want to chat. And we had um, a couple of people, a couple of doors down, um, they um, called up and um, just said they're feeling quite lonely and we had oh. a really good chat with them. Um, um, a fellow that was, um, uh, I think I might have said about the curry, the guy um, who was yeah. going to have curry with his wife, um, he called up and said, hey, it's really good to, to hear from you and good to chat and we've had a couple of texts since then. Um, oh. The people next door, um, they've got these chickens and they've always had chickens but then they turned vegan so they don't eat the eggs anymore so they have the, all these eggs. So um, we, we, uh, we give them our egg boxes and they give us back eggs. Oh, that's um, fantastic. <laughs> So that's good. And then, the, and then the young family next to us um, have got a four-year-old or three-year-old uh, son. And uh, Kyra, my four-year-old, and, and um, this young fellow have been uh, sharing things across the fence. Um, so he'd stand up on the fence and we we're having uh, to toasted marshmallows on our open fire out the front uh, of our, our house the other day. And um, so cool. she just wanted to make a whole lot for, th for them. So we made a bowl of toasted marshmallows for them. And um, they've been sharing craft activities and craft ideas and yeah. just um, that, that – 
they had a singer sing along outside on the on the fence the other day. Um, Kyra took her little ukulele out, and they all sung together. Yeah. So some of those things have been really organic, but beautiful connections that that we're now intentionally saying, well, let's make sure we're sitting out the front more often. Um, let's make sure we're we're when we hear someone in the backyard, we say, "G'day, how you doing?" That's um, great. And those sort of things. And now you get to know names and those sort of things. So yeah, it's yeah. been a real good connection. That's so good. Hey, Pete. And one of the things that we, we do at the, towards the end of our podcast is we just ask church leaders, you know, what would, what would you love to be able to say to other church leaders at this point in time? You know, Baptist churches, Baptist church pastors around the, around the state are listening to this podcast. And um, mm. so what, what would you love to say to them at this point in time? Yeah, okay. Um, I'd say be kind to yourself. Yeah. Um, you're doing a great job in connecting with people um, and I suppose the, the voices that sometimes say that I should be doing more are not always the correct voices um, because I know that Baptist pastors and ministers all over Australia and the world are doing so much to connect with their communities at the moment. So keep those sort of things going. Um, and sometimes the voices that say, oh, I'm not doing enough or should I be doing more or um, they can be really not helpful voices um, that are coming through you know, in your own self and in your own mind. So um, be confident in what God's called you to. Keep on doing those things and be kind to yourself. It's so good. Such a good word and a very good word in season. Pete <laughs> Nielsen, Kilsar South Baptist Church. It's been great having you on the Reimagine Mission podcast. Thanks so much for your time and your <laughs> wisdom and for being willing to share your stories. It's been oh, well, Thank you, Andrew. It's been a blessing to be here. more information and resources around reimagining mission in your neighbourhood, visit the Baptist Union of Victoria website at www.buv.com.au. And remember to like and follow the Reimagine Mission podcast on Facebook and Instagram. The Reimagine Mission podcast is a production of the Baptist Union of Victoria. Your host was Andrew Hill. Production is by Leah Coombs and Jono Ingram and our executive producer is Gail Hill. Our theme music on this week's podcast was Come Rain by Andy Naylor.